Lo hi ha hi ho ha. Welcome to episode 102 to the Superhouse Podcast. My name is Andrew, and I'm once again joined by Maddie. Hi. And Joey might show up here in a few minutes, but we're going to talk about a lot of trailers. Let's go over at least four of those uh, that have come out in the, in the last week. And then we've got two discussion topics after that. We want to talk about the Venom movie, and then after that, we're going to talk about Tarantino Trek. And i got a few things prepared for that, Maddie, so let's uh, get right into it. Let's uh, get started right away with the... Alita Battle Angel trailer. Starting in three, two, one, start. Look at those eyes. This this shit fucking dude. They wanted to start out on that. That was on purpose. I mean, yeah. Cameron and Landau. Yeah. This CG here looks better looks better on her arms than it does on her head i mean i don't have any problem with the way she looks my biggest complaint is when she starts wearing human clothes they just look like a pixar fucking movie dude <laughs> like that scene right there is like uh why isn't everyone else animated it's a bit odd isn't it yeah i just don't i i don't, I don't think they've gotten clothes down i think they try to put like almost too many wrinkles in it or something to like compensate see that's weird here Who's playing this girl? Uh, Ro- Rosa Sam. Oh, God. Damn it. Eh, don't worry about I've it. O'Connell. Oh, I forgot she was in this. And yeah. Mahershala. That was one. Does it bother you? Rosa oh. Salazar. She's in, like, uh, the, um, dude, the fucking Maze Runner movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they got the uh, YA. And I, and I love those movies. So. I actually saw the first one in a dollar theater. I was like, yeah, it's all right. First one's fun, dude, and it's got like a creature aspect to it, which is dope. And then the second one is like, you get more of the virus shit. Also, that scene right there where she does that thing, Ed Skurn, or how the fuck you say his name, is fucking dope, dude. That karate move is fucking good. Um, The martial arts choke there. Yeah, I just wish like, I mean, I don't want her running around in like her like robot body or whatever because they're gonna, I feel like there'll be too much comparison to like, oh, it looks like Ghost in the Shell, blah, 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 you know? That's a thing. Okay, I'll I'll get into that in a minute. But to go, so your overall thoughts on this trailer? So I think it looks fun. Uh, I'm pretty excited for it. Um, I it's been a long time since I've seen a Rodriguez movie, which besides something like you know like the Machete movies or you know anything he's produced, which is you know he's kind of took taken a like you know kind of step behind, uh, been away from the camera for a while. So I'm excited to see him do something. And I right. honestly totally forgot about this movie because Cameron, Joey, and I were talking about it. He's been talking about this shit since we were in college, dude. Yes, I know, man. We were talking about that forever. So I never thought it was happening. I kind of like that Rodriguez is taking it over because you're definitely going to get, I guess, where Rod, I guess Rodriguez is more of a guerrilla filmmaker, which I like that aspect of him. Whereas Cameron's, I think, a more methodical, like everything's planned out in Cameron's mind. But I feel like Rodriguez is more like, you know, by the seat seat of his pants kind of director. Yeah. So I'm kind of interested to see his take on a big budget, like anime action movie, just to see what he would do with it. Cause I mean, fucking man, I love fucking the faculty, uh, from dusk till dawn. So I'm hoping he, like, I mean, I'm not looking for an R rated Alita movie. I'm just, you know, 
bring us something good. And that that's my main draw. Plus with Cameron producing and having that, like, you know, I mean, Cameron's made some dope ass fucking action movies, dude. Like two of my faves. So to have him back there, just kind of be like, Oh, why don't you do this? instead of this is kind of nice. John Landau also great director. So, you know, I mean, I think it looks good. I just, I need more, honestly. I think it's a tease and I like the tease, but I, I just want to see some more battle footage, basically, you know? I mean, it's called Alita Battle Angel. Where's all the battling at? That's true. I didn't even think about that, man. So, uh, uh, you go ahead. Yeah, so I think I'm, I'm a little like, I don't know how to put it. Like, I'm not blown away by it, uh, but... I mean, just to start off with some more positives here, I mean, it being Rodriguez and his track record, I think that despite the weird visuals, we're going to get a probably a pretty solid film because Rodriguez usually does good shit, you know? I, I, I think that it seems like there's a lot of heart to the film and, and that I wonder about the... Um, uh, why if there's going to be like a whitewashing controversy with this film as well because this is another anime uh and it's i don't know this this woman playing this character maybe what's her name salazar she's not she's not white yeah she's not white so okay okay well there's that i guess i don't know i mean i just wonder how all that'll be taken but uh and also i've never seen this original anime i wonder i used to i remember i saw it along with Ghost in the Shell and everything like in the anime section back in the day in V8 and like the VHS, like in the rentals, I saw the cover. Definitely. I was aware of it, but I've never actually seen it. And I wonder what is it about this yeah. anime that really captured Cameron's imagination? It must be something to it. And also Cam Cameron producing, he probably had a lot to say on the script and Cameron's always been solid, you know, especially with action movies. Well, that's mainly what he does, I guess. But mm -hmm. uh, but it's just like the animation, I guess, is really the down, like the pl the minus for me. Because, I mean, is it are we supposed to be watching this kind of like BFG? Like it's kind of animation mixed with live action? Or are they trying to pass it off like, no, this is a real robot? I, I don't know, man. It's like, it's like, why can't everything look like Chappie? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I don't I don't get it, but whatever. Uh, I think the thing I think the thing that throws people off is the huge the, the bigger eyes which makes it more cartoony like, and I assume that's yeah. I think this film will probably say why like you know we don't get like the big uh, Japanese eyes if this movie does poorly you know because I feel like that's like just the way they're drawn a lot of the time is like kind of what people want right and the way they're done in the uh, and the way they're done in animes and stuff Right. And I think that throws people off like, you know, why, like, is this a car? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I get what you're saying that it is like, am I supposed to think this is a cartoon or, you know, is this cyborg supposed to exist in this world? Yeah. And, it's it's I, like, I know it's supposed to be a cyborg if it's a cartoon or not, but it's like, you know what? I, I think you know what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's like, what's the tone of this? I guess it might be yeah. more, uh, is it more children oriented or what? Like, it's just, it's just kind of like, I guess it's kind of confusing ultimately. Yeah. I mean, I think it looks cool. I mean, you know, I'm not overly sold on this. I mean, yeah. I mean, fuck it. We'll be, I'll be seeing it for sure. Oh, I'll, I'll be seeing it as well. But you know, this trailer, if I'm going off of this and then say, if like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, whatever circumstances would be like, ah, I don't think I'm going to like, if it was like between this and star Wars and, 
based off this trailer, like, and I only got like a lightsaber lighting up to see a new Star Wars movie. I'm seeing Star Wars, dude. You know, I know what I'm getting. Well, yeah. You know, if so, um, I just think there needs to be another trailer. I think this trailer or teaser was probably released to get a reaction to see what people thought about. You know, and I think you know they still have like it's next year sometime, so they have time to work on this better and stuff. Um, if people, I, I, I don't really have an issue with her. I just think it's going to be weird next to Christoph Waltz, and I'm sure some of that stuff isn't fully finished. They probably just wanted to release something, you know. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know. So, it's 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 just um, it's but, just it's kind of not what I expected. You know, going well, the thing is, the thing is too. Like, I don't have anything to base it on, and I know fans of it don't like. I mean, I haven't really heard anything, except people just like kind of making fun of how big the eyes are and stuff. And we should watch the original before oh. we go see this movie. Yeah, dude. Like, I was thinking about that. I was like, yeah, I might watch it tonight because I think it's on YouTube. You can just like stream it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then part of me is like. I always do so much research before I go see a movie sometimes. Like most of the time I've read the book, you know, or I'm a big fan of it. And part of me kind of just wants to go see it, dude. Just like take Rodriguez's Alita movie as it is, you know, because I've seen Ghost in the Shell many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I went, I could judge that movie, but I kind of just want to go in blind if you guys want to watch it or whatever. And then we can kind of like, like if I could just base it purely on a, uh, you know, uh, film standpoint, like what I thought of it as like without knowing any background, but I don't think that's going to happen dude. cause I know me and I'll probably watch it tonight or something just cause I'll be like, what is this movie about? <laughs> I don't know nothing about this, but, um, I, I think you know. I'll watch it before it comes out. <laughs> I don't know what, when, but yeah, I think it's going to be on my list, but I will say though, it's nice to always have sci-fi films popping up like kind of mech or robot inspired sci-fi films. Right, right, right. Cause I don't feel like we get a lot of those, you know, all the time. I guess like Blade Runner was our big robot movie this, this year, but it's like, you don't really like, you know, they're robots, but you know, you didn't get like an exoskeleton kind of weird looking robot or like a Terminator type thing going on really in Blade Runner. Right. So, you know, I'm, I, I like that stuff and I'm definitely like, you know, anime and manga are like an untapped, uh, you know, so but there's always going to be the controversy, so maybe we just shouldn't touch it anymore. Just yeah. like let the Japanese have it and just let them have an American, like huge American budget, but that ain't going to happen either because white America. So, yeah, maybe get Netflix involved and just get really well made done Netflix movies with, you know, a good Netflix budget and make it all in Japanese. Like, if I think that the if people are watching dark, you know, they're going to be watching. They might watch stuff in, in Japanese. And plus, I mean, anime fans and shit are known to watch shit with subs anyway. So I don't know, man. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's got Christoph Waltz in it. And we, I'm sure he's going to turn in a phenomenal performance. So, And I love me some Jennifer Connelly. So. Yeah, man, we haven't seen Let's her. Let's see. Either. I'm ready. I'm... Dude, yeah. I've... Who does the voice of the... St- the Spider-Man suit in uh, Homecoming. Is it her? Uh, shit, is it? Because that would be funny because she's married to yeah. Jarvis. I'm not sure if that's... I'm going to check real quick. She's married to uh, uh, a Night's yeah. guy. What's his name? Um, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Jennifer Connelly does the voice of Karen, which is the name of the robot. The That's hilarious. Super- I don't think I noticed that until I. Uh, I don't think I noticed that until now. Well, she. It definitely doesn't sound like Jennifer Connelly's voice because I think they're like she made it more like robotic and stuff. So. That's interesting. But, yeah, I just. I think that's like the last big thing, like, you know, huge, huge, huge thing. I'm sure she's done a lot of indie stuff, but, um, I'm not totally blown away by it, but I'll be seeing it because I fucking love what Rodriguez stuff. And I think another reason they probably chose him was probably because, uh, that dude can fucking turn out a movie with like no budget, you know, cause he grew, that's where he comes from making movies with no budget. He can do everything too. I mean, even the fucking short for the Lava girl movies were like well acclaimed, like pretty well-reviewed at the time yeah well i mean a lot of that stuff he does in his own studio because i know some of the stuff from predators like they shot some on location then they went to the troublemaker studios like soundstage that he has there so i mean that probably cut down a lot of costs from them to actually finally get this thing made and you know right i mean man let fucking you know i'd watch it you know i'd watch it tomorrow if it was if it was available, just up based off that one trailer. All right, man. Ready to go to the next one? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Load it up. Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, first real trailer. And also, Maddie, I haven't seen this yet. <laughs> I'm going in fucking blind, baby. Oh, dude, I think I've watched it twice. Oh, shit. All right, here we go. My first time, Maddie's third. Three, two, one, start. Starts with a record, right? So, uh, yeah. Okay. I had to think about it for a minute as well. I was like, wait, is this how it starts? Um, Interesting. I I will say, though, just real quick. Yeah. Why is there a teaser trailer for a fucking trailer? Dude, it's to build up the hype, I guess. I mean, it's weird, but they must be doing it for some reason. Mm, Just release the fucking... It's just a trailer. It's not like they're giving us the fucking movie. I know. Look at that little, oh, baby. Look at little baby. Look at that little baby dino. I love that baby. <laughs> love that baby. This is like a real trailer now. Another one with some bullshit. Yeah. I like that baby too. Yeah, that's a big baby. Old Bloom's back. Oh, Jeff. I'm Jeffy. I like the Stegosauruses. It's blue. You know me. Oh shit! Get that arm bit off, boy. No, you won't. Oh no. I was like one of my favorite parts about the uh, the other one that he. That's my boy, like, blue. Sort of tamed a uh, raptor, which I thought was a pretty cool addition to the franchise. This is pretty fun so far. Yeah. I guess people didn't realize that that was a real dinosaur. <laughs> the, yeah. the horned one. Because there was like a report that was like, no, that dinosaur was real. Whoa. Life cannot be contained. Life breaks free. Life finds a way. I mean, look at all those dinos, man. <laughs> Wow, they're really using that ball to full effect now. Dude, I feel so bad for these diamonds that are falling in the water. That's true, dude. Ah. 
That's uh, two months before my birthday. All right. Thoughts? I mean, dude, it's got fucking dinos in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's review for every fucking Jurassic <laughs> Park movie ever. Um, I mean, I think it looks fun, man. I know a lot of people have been like griping because it's basically like they have to go back to the island and like pull the dinosaurs off of it because there's a volcano on it for some reason now. This like I read some like people are just like, this is fucking dumb. Like this doesn't make any sense. And I was like, all right, first off, let's just it's fucking Jurassic Park. So, you know, we're never getting dinos again. So, like, let's just have fun with it. Visually, it looks cool. It looks fun. I'm excited to see those characters back again. Plus, you know, who knows what Jeff Goldblum's going to do at this point. And the stuff we're watching in this trailer could just be the first half of the movie. You know, like, who knows what's going to happen next? Because I know, um, uh, what's his face? The doctor from the last one. Evil. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's, he shows up in this one. So I'm wondering if there's more of a beginning of the movie that we're seeing, really, of them trying to save the dinosaurs. Because um, it does look like they have Re they save Rex. Because they do have him on like one of those things. The Indominus Rex. Oh, no, that, I mean, that, I guess it could show up, but um, I'm just talking about Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because they have him trapped or, like, sedated in that um, holding. So, I mean, we might get some kind of version of maybe they put him on a new island. Maybe there's some other threat there. Have to step up the game because we kind of got, like, the uh, Jurassic World was kind of like the reboot, you know, because they had a lot of references to Jurassic Park and, and very... Uh, Close and I think they go back to the original park in this one, or they're back on that same island again. You know, it's like you got to step up your game. We got to get, we got to get somewhere else, somewhere new where dinosaurs can fuck up more shit. Because that's what I'm there, and that's what I'm here for. Dinos fucking up shit. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, I kind of get the feeling that this is not going to be as good as the, fir the 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 first Jurassic World. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting that feeling. It just seems to be. Nothing really kind of stood out. Like they're they're running from dinosaurs and the volcano's going off. I don't know. It's <sighs> this what do you just need, Andrew. What I, I don't do know, you man. Need? I don't know, man. I mean, how are they going to get all these fucking dinosaurs off from that? Because like, how? I mean, they have they don't have a carriers for this shit. They're going to leave like a fucking Noah's Ark thing. Anyway, that's not really a problem. I don't know. I don't even know what to say, man. I mean, I'll probably end up seeing this movie because I see every fucking movie, but uh, I don't know. I just, it's just the overall vibe, man. It's the overall vibe. I feel like it's not going to be as good. I Maybe definitely I'll like the director for this one. So They changed the director? Yeah, it's not that Colin Trevor Rowe dude. Oh, yeah. He was signed on. Like that guy probably shot himself in the foot. So. <laughs> yeah, he lost everything, huh? Fucking, um... Yeah. I mean, Chris Pratt, I can I mean, he's like obviously a reason to come. He's he's hilarious. I mean, there's a, there's a reason that guy's the biggest star in the world, you know. Mm -hmm. He's become like the new A-list. And uh I like the stuff with Blue. That's cool. Anytime you have like some different relationships with the dinosaurs, that's cool. Um uh, hopefully they don't overuse that ball thing that much, man. Like that was like all right, but do we need like I'm becoming a little jaded, I guess. Like, do we really need a whole lot of action scenes with that thing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I mean, I think, like I said, I think a lot of this is going to be in the very early stages of the movie. 
Yeah, true. I just, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I could, I could eat my words. I mean, I don't think this is going to be anything amazing. I, I mean, we're, I don't ever think we're going to get Jurassic Park again. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the problem. But you know, I, I definitely think it will be. It'll be fun. I think that at least the dino stuff will be cool. I'm just, like I said, I think they got to up the ante. They got to give us something more that they're probably not going to reveal in the first trailer anyway. Right. First trailers for sequels are always like, hey, remember this movie that came out a couple of years ago? And it's like, yeah, because movies come out every like two years now. So of course I haven't forgot about it. It's not like we waited nine years between Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And I'm like, wait, who are these characters? What's going on? Right, right, right. You know, for the everyday movie goer, it's like you got to kind of remind them who these characters are because we didn't even really get any introductions to like the new cat, like any of the newer cast members. There's like looked like there was like an Asian girl behind there. And then there's like the 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 black kid in there. And I'm like, who the fuck are these characters? So we don't even know who those characters are yet. So <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but, um, you know, I don't know. And then we get and then you got to reintroduce uh, Ian Malcolm. You got to give him his famous line from. Jurassic Park. So, I mean, yeah, putting Goldblum in anything is a good idea. I, it's just, I don't know, slightly underwhelmed. I guess I could say for this one. Yeah, I mean, I like. I will say this until we see the movie, and then after we see it, I'm always there for the dinos. Right. It's like There's lots of the, dinos fuck in the story. Movie. Dude, I like. I I don't think Jurassic like people are like. Why'd you like Jurassic World so much? I was like, because dinosaurs. <laughs> the scripts, like the scripts, not that good. You really like, and uh, you know, uh, the acting is all right, and you know, the plot is like it. And I was just like, dude, I fucking don't care. Dude, like, Jurassic World literally. is the second best Jurassic Park movie. That's what you can say to the. I mean, yeah, do you I agree mean, with me? I mean, I would say my list would be Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. I don't like Lost World that much, dude. I don't think I've even seen three. Yeah, I I would put three before it just because I like Sam Neill's Alan Grant a lot, um, and I like the Dino stuff more in Jurassic Park three. But that script is also really terrible too. Oh, and well, I just thought yeah. the Lost World kind of like didn't have the same kind of magic, even though it's a Spielberg movie. Yeah, it was just like, oh, this movie is fucking huge. Please make yeah. another one, Spielberg. Please. Yeah, I mean, there's some cool stuff in it, but I always thought it was kind of like just it was lacking and stuff so i mean maybe we'll run into that with dress world fallen kingdom um but i do like that we're gonna get rid of this island and they're like you know what let's have a volcano let's destroy this island so we never have to come back here that's true yeah lose the attachment to the shit that made the original that's always a good idea actually and i'm hoping that like that'll push the the series maybe we'll get another like well maybe we'll get another trilogy and the third one will be kind of like put it somewhere else. Like, I don't really think they need to like come to America or, you know, something like they did in uh, the lost world. I don't know. People get paid yeah, more money to think that was what's going to happen to this series. So that wasn't handled well, I think in lost world, but um, man, when that, like when Jurassic world, Jurassic park came out and we were kids and even up to the lost world, it was like, there was a slight dinosaur boom, you know, like I remember checking out, dinosaur books and i wanted to learn dinosaur names and this one's a you know herbivore this one's a carnivore like i wanted to know all that shit i looked up yeah, like, dude i'm 
I tried to find documentaries as well as I could before the internet. I was I was, I, I went through a dinosaur phase. Dude, I've never grown out of a dinosaur face. Uh, I get really jealous because I work at a clothing store and all the kids get all these cool dino shirts and they like get like the 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 uh, Jurassic World like property shirts we have and I was like, what the fuck don't I get to wear this shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, we have this really cool hoodie that just has like dinosaurs on it. And <laughs> you want the adult size? Yeah, it was like that's not Jurassic like, Park. Yeah, it's like, dude, I fucking want that shit. Like, what? We get all this stupid adult clothing. Like, let us have some fun. Give me a fucking dinosaur shirt, dude. Dude, also, I got to tell you, that Jurassic Park Jeep, I think after the Batmobile, that might be my favorite on-screen vehicle. <laughs> it might it might be, dude. I just, I think that Jeep is so awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's probably that. It's probably uh, the, probably that. And then, like, right after that, I put the tumbler. Yeah. Yeah, for, for, I wouldn't even want to drive that. Yeah, the yeah, tumbler. Tumbler is yeah, that tumbler is also up there. But yeah, dude, I I think my favorite Batmobile is still the um my first one, dude. That first one is always I, special, man. The '89 Batman. I get it, dude. I love it too, man. I think the design <laughs> is awesome. Yes, you know, I don't, I don't understand. Like the older I get, I'm like, man, that'd be fucking hard to drive because you know you drive a lot of cars and. Yes. You know, like, so like I get it, but man, it just looks so fucking cool. If that like pulled up next, that pulled up next to me, but Oh my God, can I ride in that please? We've talked about this before and I know we're on a major tangent now, but I, my wish for the Reeves Batmobile is that they go smaller. We've already gotten two or three films with that big ass Batfleck one. And then we've had three films with the Tumblr in it. Mm-hmm. Well, especially the first Batman Begins. So we've been big for a while. I say go back small and make it less about being a tank and more about going in and out of places. Yeah, I mean that. I, I I'm totally down with that. I mean, I think you know rumors and whatnot, which I guess we'll probably get and we should probably get into at some point. Oh yeah. Um, shit. Um, Maybe we'll have that later. But <laughs> um, that's a good idea. Anyway, um, back to Jurassic <laughs> World. The Jeep was awesome in the first one, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I guess we said all we need to say about Jurassic World. I think the too. thing is you just want that Jeep back instead of that rolly ball thing. And dude, I agree with I, you. I really, Dude, action scene with that? Yes, please. Let's do it. They can, they'll <laughs> well, they sell toys in that shit. Yeah, they did put it back together in um, Jurassic World 1. Those kids drive it for a little bit. That's what I need in my life is that fucking Jeep. Just all the time. Yeah. Or, you know, if there's like a helicopter that they use to view the um, the island from above, I could see them doing that too. Like, you know, like Hawaiian, um, think about it, Hawaiian helicopter tour, Jurassic yeah. Park helicopter tour. Like that was probably, that could probably fit in this world, you know, and like it would be the same color scheme as the, as the Jeep. Maybe a mm-hmm. scene with that. I don't know, man, I'm just spitballing here. I mean, I'm all for it. I just like, like I said, I think this trailer is probably like, it's probably going to be like, hey, uh, we, Chris Pratt, we need you to help us save the dinosaurs. Okay, this sounds like a terrible idea, but I'm in. They're going to try to save it. Volcano is going to go off. And this is probably like your first half of a two hour film, dude. I get it. I mean, I I don't think it'll be a terrible film, but I do get the vibe. It's not going to be as good as Jurassic World. That's all I'm saying. No, I mean, for uh jurassic world 
just because I hadn't had a Jurassic Park movie in so long. So I was super excited for it. And now I've had one and I like that movie, but I just know between this and Alita, I was just not super blown away. <laughs> Fuck man, we're going to see it. It's fucking super house podcast. That's what we do. I know. Well, yeah, we watch movies. We're, we're, we're there. We're, we're there. We're <laughs> there. All right, let's queue up. Uh, what ready else am I going to be doing in June? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it, man. I just watched this earlier today. All right, so actually for this one, bro, I haven't seen this one either. <laughs> what? I know, I mean, I'm slipping. But you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm Just save it for the podcast. If I haven't seen it by now, like if it's Infinity War or some shit, I want to see it immediately. But with this, like I can wait, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. So uh, um, this guy, well, I mean, I did wait a couple hours till I watched it because I was watching some stuff from my pops. I watched the, so I had to wait until I was done with that. That's cool. And this is also the one thing that uh, we've all read or listened to the book on. So yeah, <laughs> this is going to be an interesting one. We can definitely, yeah. All right, so we're watching the trailer. Right, I'm ready for, whenever you are. Yeah, yeah. Ready Player One. Ready Player. Three, two, one, start. My name's Wade Wads. Family. That name because it sounded like a superhero's alter ego. This shit's exactly like the book. Parker or Bruce Banner. I mean, it looks fucking cool, man. Like the stacks, bro. That's Miles Teller, right? No, that is um. My tiny corner of nowhere. There's no. Fuck, dude. Don't worry about it. I forget this kid's name. Oh, Tyler yeah, Sheridan, or Sh- um, he wow. was Cyclops. Oh yeah, okay, gotcha. A whole virtual universe. This is cool. Yeah. Speed racer car. Dude. This is great so far. Uh, yeah, I mean. Oh, this is that dance scene where they fucking do anti-gravity dancing. Yeah. Spielberg's gonna kill that scene, bro. Oh, dude, this is—I mean, this movie's gonna be visually, visually spectacular. Like, if this like script sucks, like at least it'll be visually cool. I don't like how it's just like they have to find one egg. Oh, like, really? Things. I mean, that's the way the trailer describes it. But there is a scene at the end of the teaser where he's like unlocking something. So I'm hoping that they just did it for trailer sake just to say like oh my oh, god here, just music sorry to interrupt you but yeah he just gets a key there too from, from the wizard so i'm assuming there's got to be three the three locks or whatever the world's most important economic you know this looks so fun I'm man super fun. dude this is like return to form for spielberg ben mendelson yes please well spielberg geeks they out we all win. right look at this oh my god is that a Chocobo? Uh, possibly. Chocobo? I mean, there's so much shit happening. That Overwatch character just showed up. Tracer, yeah. Um, here in a second. Is that fucking Chucky? Possibly. I mean, I either it's a, like a mobile suit Gundam thing. It's, it's guy. Yeah. I need to fucking um, what you call it. Pause that shit. Go ahead, Maddie. What do you think about this this year trailer? Uh, man, I think it looks dope. I mean, I know a lot of people are kind of upset that like certain characters aren't appearing because that's like 
the thing I really like about the movie version so far is that we're going to throw in a lot of stuff besides the eighties because you're going to have a lot of people seeing this movie that aren't going to get those eighties references. Yes. Cause they probably read the book and then maybe they researched it or maybe like, Oh, it's something from the eighties or, you know, they listened to a rush song and was like, Oh, that's not for me. I think you got to kind of like update it for like some nineties stuff too. And, you know, it seems like they put some overwatch in there. So they've kind of updated it for like, you know, like gamers and like people who you know might not have dive into the 90s as well which i think is kind of cool because there's a lot of cool characters that have shown up over the years that never thought i'd see chucky in a battle sequence in a fucking sci-fi movie so <laughs> fuck yeah let's do it you know um yeah it seems like there's just a little bit of nostalgia for everyone in it. and i think honestly that's the smart move like if you write a novel and it's your ode to 80s culture that you grew up with that's what you want to do as a writer when you make a feature link, a feature film, you don't want to exclude anyone from the audience, correct? Like you want everyone to go see your movie. Right. So, and you know, I think that's the genius of Spielberg is like, he knows that Overwatch is popular. Why the fuck wouldn't you put an Overwatch character in it? This motherfucker knows how to make a movie sell. You know, he's <laughs> like, if you watch that documentary on HBO, he's a fucking businessman who makes good movies too. Nowadays, you don't get that. Like, cause I, to me, Spielberg is an artist man and sometimes a lot of the time you just get a director who's really good at business but doesn't really have a good eye for or but i think spielberg gets both sides of it like he can make really great movies i mean he's made like i mean he, he's got jaws under his belt schindler's list a horror movie the other one's a horror movie in respects but it's like a high drama dude like i'm like no one expected spielberg to do that shit you know so, um, I don't know. I think it looks great, man. I am fucking, uh, super excited for it. Um, I think it looks cool. I'm very interested because I know Ernest Klein and his like writing buddy, like Zach Penn, who did some of the X-Men stuff. And he did this, uh, fun, uh, mockumentary called incident at Loch Ness with Werner Herzog in it. Oh man. Sounds great. amazing. Dude, watch it. It's awesome. Um, but like, I like both those guys. So I'm assuming with the writer and then a guy who is good friends with Ernest Klein, they can make a good fucking movie, you know? So I just, you know, I, I just, I think a lot of people, it's not going to be the book. And I think that's going to be the biggest complaint for this movie. You know, that it's not the book. It doesn't follow the book to a T and, you know, uh, then just go read the book again is my, is what I would say. I'm reading the book. I don't necessarily need to see it you know, frame for frame. I'm sure some of it I would like. I will be upset, though, if that rush scene is not in the fucking movie. <laughs> I will be upset. <laughs> I will not call it a trash film, but I'll be very upset, and there'll be a long rant. So, but Andrew, what do you think? Um, all right, so this is what we're talking about, baby. This is what I'm talking about. This is This was a fucking good trailer. This actually got me... More interested than the first trailer that we saw from this film. Uh, I mean, I I am kind of like upset that we're not getting Ultraman and some other shit. But there, that's a lot of fucking like, uh, what do you call it? Really niche audience shit. You know what I'm saying? Which really played to my interest. But it, it looks like we got a fucking Gundam in this thing. So fucking let's do it man and as long as we I, I mean i would really like that scene where he where the guy goes well it was ultraman in the book but he was like ultraman is japan's greatest superhero a japanese person should should be this 
person or something like that, right? They get the ability to be Ultraman. Well, I'm, and, well, I mean, yeah, it's that, or you're going to get the Gundam now, which they made a fucking statue of the Gundam. Exactly. So, years like, ago, so if they kind of reworked that scene to where he's like a Japanese person should pilot the Gundam, I mean, I'm going to be in my fucking, I'm going to be standing in my seat, bro. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, I can't, I can't fucking wait, man. I mean, what, I mean, also, there's just, there was something so special about the 80s, man. I mean, we keep revisiting it and we're, we're continually amazed by it. We're, we're with Tron and, and, and every, I don't know, back to the, well, we haven't gone back to that in a while, but there's, I think we just keep going back to the 80s, man. All the time. I mean, even Future Man, I think on Hulu right now, there's some 80s yeah. type of vibe to it. And I'm scrubbing through the trailer now, and it just, it's looking great. I mean, I'm liking everything I see. I, I, I really don't know what the downside of this is going to be. And I'm really interested to see how the CG upgrades itself as we move along. Because, you know, even in the book, he gets better and better VR equipment, correct? So... Yeah, I yeah. want to see how all that plays into the actual visuals of the film, and it's gonna be fun, man. This is gonna be a fucking fun ride. I mean, Spielberg really is great with sci-fi. He's a, he's a nerd himself, and uh, he's wanted to do video something video game related for a long time as well. So I'm excited, man. I'm fucking excited. Yeah, me too. I'm just I I was just thinking about like all the stuff. Like I was looking at a comment, and someone was like. Because you posted that uh, it was sad Ultraman wasn't in it. Yes. And then we've had some comments, and someone's like, and someone said, but at least Tracer's in it, which is like, okay, that's like a niche group of people who play Overwatch. I don't play Overwatch, but I'm excited for you guys that you have Tracer. Cool. Well, that's awesome. Tracer, sure Tracer, Overwatch is a really pretty, pretty big game, though. Any Blizzard game is yeah, pretty I, fucking I'm just, big, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, for me, it's like, I'm not like, oh, it's like whatever, you know. If that if if that's the reason we didn't get Ultraman, I'd be upset, you know. But you know, I know a lot of people are happy about it. Then further on down, I guess it is confirmed that it, that is a Gundam. It looks so, like Gundam and not Voltron. You know, yeah. So if we get a Gundam, will be pretty sweet because I've only watched like some of the series of that show. Show so it'd be nice to see one in like a three D environment. Also, we've had a Freddy Cougar reference, a Chucky reference. Like the horror fan inside of me is super pumped. You know, because like I don't remember in the book if they ever mentioned any kind of horror thing. No, I don't think they did at all. Like, you know, so I'm pretty pumped that like you know Spielberg, I, the genius of Spielberg yet again is let's draw from all aspects of 80s and 90s, anything that was great during that time that people love, let's pull from it. That and I'm sure a lot of it was like I'm sure a lot of this pre-production, how many rights they could get, or maybe even in post, you know, like. How many rights can we get for this character? Like, I have to go. Like, I'm sure Spielberg sat down with like creators of certain things. They're like, Nah, we don't see why how that fits in. I wouldn't put this on like necessarily the creators because I'm sure there are people who don't want their franchises used for plans. You know, so and I'm I'm excited, dude. I was excited as soon as like they sold the rights to it. After I read it, I was like, Fuck yes, because reading it was awesome. If they do the war game scene, that's the scene I think that Spielberg is really going to just fucking sink his teeth into, man. Yeah. I mean, that movie's fucking great, too. So um, any reference will be great. So I'm ready, man. I'm ready to just be like, 
nostalgia overloaded when I watch this like walk out because you know people are going to walk out and there's going to be a boom and like everything I'm, how many copies of Overwatch do you think will sell if like we'll see how many how much like you know even how the, much even gun this stuff shit, we, we might see like a boom in like war games blu-rays and shit you know there's going to be rush rush on iTunes is going to go up I mean we're looking at all kinds of shit man that's going to happen I think it'd be great if they threw in some like '90s, like some '90s music too, you know. You know, <laughs> as people that grew, you know, we we grew up in the '90s, so it will be extremely interesting to see people start to revisit that, mm-hmm. uh, like we keep revisiting the '80s. I'm sure it's going to start to happen more and more. Uh, that movie, uh, Dope, was set in the '90s, I think, yeah. or there was some sort of '90s nostalgia with Dope and. It's just like it's only a few movies here and there. Oh, Super Dark Times, are, yeah. that our friends made, uh, also set in the '90s, and that was that was uh, you know they're our age, so that was really authentic as well. Yeah, I'm 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 excited, dude. <laughs> Give it dude, to me now, fucking, Two thumbs up on that one, man. I'm I'm fucking. That's officially probably. That's I would say that's like a top five most look forward to movie now after seeing that trailer. Oh, I was fucking that first teaser. I was fucking in. I was in, but I think I don't know. Something about this one really sold me more. All it right, doesn't man. take a lot to sell me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Head on to the next one. Yeah, next one. We're blazing yeah. through these things, man. All right, so the next one we got is the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse trailer, and I have seen this one, Maddie. But the thing is, I was in a line at Universal Studios Hollywood about to ride a ride watching it on my phone so I, I kind of I really just haven't even seen this at all so uh, oh get it ready no my shit's fucking up hold on alright no problem oh it's easy to edit dude I do not know what the fuck's going on this is being a piece of shit right now <laughs> It's like it keeps on going small than big because, like, I don't know. Right, oh, that shit's annoying as fuck. Okay. I want to make it full screen, not the whole page full screen, though, just the trailer. All right, cool. I'm ready. All right, yeah. Cool. So let's get started on that trailer. So, three, two, one, start. Trailer starts right the fuck off, doesn't it? Yep. Oh, okay. A little teaser before the actual trailer. Yeah. This is being theatrically released too. You know that? Yeah, I know. Right, like those are the guys behind. Oh, us. is it? Yeah. So. This animation's interesting. Dude, I fucking like it's a weird like stop motion. It just looks fucking cool, man. It's very interesting. This is the shit I'm talking about. Like, let's let's do different stuff with animation. I'm glad that Marvel something um, that seems fucking dope where he's following and they re- they turn it upside down. This is yeah. I love how colorful this is too. Yeah, I love when it goes back into that 2D style, which makes me kind of sad that I'm not going to get that all the way through. But the reveal. He's black, y'all. I knew that shit going into it. <laughs> or half black, half Latino. Wait. 
get a Peter Parker scene. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Take it away, Maddie. This looks fucking incredible. Uh, um, I, it was one of those things where I was like, man, I hope this shit comes out like soon. Like as soon as like the new year starts, like, but then it's like Christmas and I was like, God damn it. I gotta wait a fucking year for this shit, which is understandable. looks like the animation is really cool. I'm sure it's going to take a lot of iron out, you know, everything, make sure it looks good. Um, excited for Marvel to jump on the animation train and maybe start making like Pixar type animated movies with some of maybe their minor characters that you know they don't feel like at this point need like live action movies right instead of doing like the straight to video which don't get me wrong I think a lot of the DC stuff is dope um, but I would love to see like a budget for like you know you know like the Dark Knight Returns would have been a great one to do uh, I mean, they did do a really good job with the two volume set. I loved it. I thought I was like reading the fucking comic book. Um, but, uh, you know, I think uh, Marvel's going to tra- like, uh, you know, uh, I th- I think they're going to be on to something with this, with this different kind of animation style, getting like these kind of animated films will be a big, I hope will be a big thing for them. Um, I'm hoping that like I get a, you know, a Miss Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel with Camilla Khan, maybe like a female Thor of like this kind of animation style. I think it looks dope, man. I was, I, I didn't know what to expect from it. I know that they were talking about it. And then all of a sudden we have like a fucking teaser trailer and it's like, what the fuck? Okay, cool. I'm in, man. Let's do it. Um, and I thought it was just going to be like an ult- ultimate comic Spider-Man. It'd be like the Spider-Verse. So you know, from what I know of the Spider-Verse is we could definitely get a trilogy of animated films because there's a lot of people in the Spider-Verse. Oh, there's a lot there. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. All kinds of shit they could and do. I, and I don't think we're going to get like, we're not going to get it all wrapped up in one movie. I hope not anyway. I love to see him just expand with more Miles meeting up with Peter Parker and other Spider-Man. Like, would love a Spider-Man 2099 cameo that would be fucking dope because i always loved the the suit and that i thought was always badass and hanging and uh futuristic like new york was always really cool to me so i'm fucking in man what'd you think dude i'm fucking down i think my main thing that i that i really love about it is the colors i think it i the the color scheme the Mm kind of neon look to the city uh kind of a vibrant look i think is great um it's, I mean, the animation style is cool overall. It the only like the only thing that kind of stood out to me was like, it seems like he's always wearing the spider suit. He's like riding the subway, just wearing the fucking spider suit all the time. Like it seems like he's trying to hide it less or something. I don't know. It's weird, but I mean, dude, it's about time they told a Miles Morales story. I know that character is not that old, but mm-hmm. like. I don't know, man. They need they need to dive more into this, and I mean they need to do a live action eventually. It's it's kind of sad that what's his name never was ever able to play him, uh, Donald Donald Glover. Donald Glover. But you know what? They threw him a bone with the Han Solo thing and all that. Um, Lando Calrissian, so that that's cool. Uh, he is too but, old to play that role now, but uh, this is uh, I mean this is looking good, man. I want to see how the action scenes are going to look and all that shit. Uh, <laughs> The, sp- the spider suit looks like a spider on his chest is almost kind of like got graffiti like graffitied on right yeah that's kind of cool I mean people overuse this term but I mean you would say 
urban. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that politically incorrect? Like it's kind of an it's an urban thing. It's got graffiti, right? I mean, yeah. What do you I mean, think about that? I, I, dope. I've always liked the like black and red and white. And like I, I read the first volume of Ultimate Comics Spider Man because we got some in at work, and I can never get to find a volume two. And so, like anything that came into work to look cool, I just read whatever volume were available so i have like bits and pieces of stories but i just thought miles morales was dope and i think the casting to get donald glover would have been great i think he's too old now but i do like that they he uh, in spider-man homecoming too he's like oh my nephew is on the streets and i don't want him to get caught up which is a reference to miles morales so that we might see donald glover in a spider-man another spider-man movie maybe is this shit canon i mean is this animated thing part of the mcu I hope not. I hope they're going to maybe do with the animation kind of what, like, I guess DC is finally jumping on board with and just kind of going to throw movies at directors. Right. It's like, kind of like, let, oh, here, here's Matt Reeves, like trilogy of Batman or two Batman films or just one Batman film, you know, um, and stop trying to connect everything. Um, just kind of like, I mean, cause it's not working for them cause they're not taking the time. So why not just like give directors certain fran- properties and then be like, hey, what's your idea? You know, right. um, I'm hoping that this like animated, maybe we get our own animated uh, universe or something, you know, where maybe we'll see Miles Morales with like this Marvel and like we'll get like Lady Thor, you know, and some of these other characters. Maybe they'll form their own set of like, you know, Avengers. Right. You know, and I think. That's cool. That's and I, I don't even know how involved Peter Parker is in this movie besides like that one scene where he's like got the, well, Miles has got like the fro and then he has like, and looks like his own homemade Spider-Man suit. So, right, right, right. Um, you know, I don't know how he gets the black costume or any of that. So it, I, I mean, I'm fucking in, man. I think it looks interesting. I hope, you know, I think to tie in animated stuff with uh, live action not be the best like i think that's just going to confuse a lot of people who i mean i was talking to my sister and she was like she watched spider-man homecoming fucking loved it dude she like she like still hasn't taken back the like red box rental (laughs) and i was like she loves it and she was like she's like and then i want to and she's like oh and then i realized i hadn't seen dr strange so she like watched it trippy you know i didn't expect that blah blah blah. she doesn't know that much about dr strange and then she was like, and then she's like, I'm going to watch Civil War. So she's like watching this stuff, like all kind of mismatchy. And she's like, I didn't know Spider-Man was in Civil War. And it's just like, if you put it in an animated universe, it, people are going to be so fucking confused, dude. It's like hard to get people to watch all these movies now. Right. Because you know? it's, it's, a, it's a lot to invest. I mean, a lot of the general public think the general movie goer, goer doesn't necessarily want to watch every captain America or ever. Cause there's a shit ton of Spider-Man movies, man. <laughs> like at this point, right. So it would be smart and maybe do something different within the animated universe, like recast some characters that have been recast in the comics and like this ultimate universe and all that stuff. So whatever. I mean, Marvel's got a good track record. I think they're jumping into something new. I think Spider-Man's a good character. Um, to like start with because generally everybody likes spider-man you know there's always lots of like when you go to target lots of spider-man stuff even if there's not a fucking spider-man movie out you know like spider-man's always on a marvel t-shirt he's continually marvel's number one character man so i mean it makes sense that they would start this i honestly would have liked to have seen a wolverine movie since we haven't even recast wolverine yet so why not start off with an animated film 
I don't know, man. Producer-wise, though, we go with Spider-Man, especially with a new version of Spider-Man. I think yeah. it's a pretty good, pretty good take. I mean, Spider-Man's not my not my favorite character either. I mean, honestly, he's kind of a little bit lower and lower on the totem pole for me for Marvel. But you know, I, I mean, I understand the reason that they would do this, considering that he's, you know, how Batman is the DC. That's how Spider-Man is to fucking Marvel, man. It's just their yeah. top guy. Mm-hmm. That true, that true. <laughs> you know? I'm in. I'm in. Oh, yeah, definitely. I fucking can't wait. I'm Marvel glad it's... throws anything at me. Got my money. For some reason, I thought it was going to be home release, but it's getting theatrical, so I'm excited about that, too. I'm, I'm, I mean, fuck, man. We're there. I'm there. Yeah, dude. Fuck. <laughs> I don't like animated films that much, but I'm, I'm not going to miss a Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales movie. That's for fucking sure. Might even see it twice, Marvel. You're going to get my money twice. <laughs> Exactly, dude. So Disney and fucking Marvel. They should give me free DVD copies of shit. All right, so moving on into the next section here, guys. Uh, we have two discussion topics going on. It's it's kind of like the news, but we've kind of turned it more into discussion topic time. So um, first on the docket is the... And this is something that I thought was really interesting, and I don't know how interesting you think it is maddie but i really wanted to go over this for some reason tom hardy has released or he gave out the source material for the venom movie which is a very interesting thing they're doing Mm -hmm. because he's a villain and are they going to do like a fucking is it like a breaking bad thing where you're just following the bad guy and you're like "Ooh, he's so evil like the whole time you're watching it you know so um anyway uh tom hardy said that the source material is going to be from a comic book series called Venom Lethal Protector. <laughs> and what's Lethal Protector, you may ask? Well, Maddie, I have the fucking uh, info right here for you, bro. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Venom, Venom Lethal Protector was a six-issue miniseries written by David Michelini and drawn by Mark Bagley, or Bagley, Ron Lim, and Sam Della Rosa. The, the, the series was published by Marvel in 1993 the series begins with venom and spider-man agreeing to a truce and venom moves to san francisco san francisco is the setting of the of the venom movie or tom hardy has actually uh confirmed that san francisco is the setting for this movie and once in san francisco venom is attacked by the son of one of his past victims and he is hunted down by the life foundation who wanted to study the Venom symbiote. Symbiote? Like the movie Life? Oh my God, is it true? Are they tying in together? Are we going to get Jake Gyllenhaal at some point? Oh, I want that'd be amazing. Continue on. And you and they use it for their purposes. This results in the creation of five new symbiote spawn. Scream, Phage, Riot, Lasher, and Agony. <laughs> uh... But anyway, the I don't main know one. If we're, I need all that in the movie. <laughs> it's it's quite a lot for for first time out, uh, and then uh, Carnage is rumored to be the villain of the film. It's still just a rumor, though. We don't fucking know. Riz Ahmed is rumored to be the uh, the guy playing Carnage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see what else we got. Um, a little bit more on the story here from the comics. Um, Venom takes up with a group from of the of Californian mole people. 
And uh, shortly thereafter, awesome. the, the father of one of victim, Venom's victims seeks him out with a group of superpowered mercenaries to take revenge. Spider-Man sees misleading coverage on Venom on television, of Venom on television, and then heads to San Francisco to confront him and instead winds up fighting alongside Venom against mm -hmm. five, the five new offspring, which are the, you know, Scream, et cetera, that I said earlier. Um, so they might not do that part, but, uh, and they probably won't do Spider-Man at all. So that's, that's interesting. Just a little bit more, Maddie. But go oh, ahead, okay. go ahead, actually. All right. I think it'd be cool if we started the movie in the future with Tom Holland, Spider-Man. I mean, you know, maybe just him in the spider suit, maybe Tom Holland doing a deeper voice or something, someone that's older and right. just like him and Venom shaking hands. You know, it's, you know, it's Tom. Wait, what is he playing? Like the first Venom, like flash. He's Eddie Brock. Wait, who becomes spider? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like him, them shaking hands, and that I think that would be a great way to start it. I feel like Venom without Spider-Man just is weird to me, man. Yeah, I know. I don't know how they're going to do that. I mean, does Sony get Spider-Man? Like Spider-Man's still part of the Sony universe. They just let they just loaned him to Marvel, basically to yeah. Disney Marvel. Well, now with this fucking Fox merger, who knows what the fuck is going to happen? But I mean, it's very possible that we won't get any Spider-Man at all, or we're, we'll. I mean, I haven't heard of any rumors whatsoever of Tom Holland showing up in this movie. It would be cool if he was, if he showed up for just a scene, but I don't think that's going to happen, just judging from yeah, the, I, the evidence that we have. I mean, I definitely don't think it's going to be like a team up for the last part of this movie, for sure. That's not no. going to happen. Um, but I think it would be cool if we get a Tom Holland, like, you know, kind of somehow you set it up that it is a future, like both of them in New York, a handshake, like, anymore or something it's like but how did they get there and that way you can kind of with the tom holland movies maybe get to that point you know right like introduce eddie brock later on because i mean everybody's going to want to see tom holland fight fucking tom hardy dude like who doesn't want to see that you know dude it'd be amazing i mean we all want it are we going to get it i'm 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 uh, skeptical we'll about that we'll get it i mean come on man <laughs> well the fox merger is definitely going to happen yeah, um, but I think, like, for my predictions is they're going to get Venom. They're going to tear away part of the symbiote, which makes the Carnage symbiote. We're going to get uh, the dude who's a great actor. I'm going to try to pronounce his name. I'm going to fuck it up. Um, yeah, and he will become Carnage, and that will be our main villain. Um, and I think it'll just be, like, a versus movie. Because I feel like to put in the other symbiotes would just be, like, too much to introduce people to like yeah it's quite a lot for just a first movie you know what i mean yeah i mean and, and just it, it, simple man and it is inspired by it. it's like if you want to know like what you're kind of getting into it's like read this comic you know yes read this comic series it's not necessarily going to be the truth you're not getting this like i think putting mole people in there and like enhanced mutants is going to be too much too i mean what they should do is do what deadpool did it's like take another minor character that's shown up in maybe spider-man movies or something up with like one of the other Marvel dudes from the Spider-Man universe or something. But, you know, maybe this is like setting up for like a Miles Morales universe or something crazy like that. Who knows? That'd be interesting. Um, Scarlet Spider shows up. I don't know, man. It could be any. There's a lot of there's a lot of Spider-Man out there. So, you know, it could be a whole different universe where, you know, the Tom Holland Spider-Man Homecoming, there is no Venom. 
we don't even get to space in that series in that i don't know i'm I'm fucking you can finish but i'm excited (laughs) all right yeah just a little more not that much more at all uh the director also confirmed that there is one other storyline that they are using for their source material and that is planet of the symbiotes <laughs> oh shit maybe there will be a fuck ton of symbiotes in this movie it seems like that maybe it might probably a third act thing but anyway dude and i i tried to find like a two or three sentence uh log line synopsis for this planet of the symbiotes thing could not find it so uh if you're listening to this go google it but i'm going to give you just a couple sentences of what i found was probably the most watered not watered down but you know the most um succinct uh thing i could find okay um it has a has a very involved plot but basically brock rejects the symbiote finally and then the symbiote becomes angry at being rejected and unleashes a powerful telepathic scream that draws a spaceship of other symbiotes to earth <laughs> so yeah uh and dude like scarlet spider is in that story and and Ooh, maybe i was right look it up man i mean there's quite a lot in that in that storyline and um fuck man who knows what's gonna happen with this movie i mean it, it to me also because i'm the kind of person that follows movies closely it seems like this kind of movie was really fast-tracked I mean, I'm sure Tom Hardy was like, Venom, fucking awesome. Let's do it. You know, like, he doesn't give a fuck out what the script is like. Like, um, I was just I, in Dunkirk. I, I think my, I my career is good. Well, may, maybe. It, I don't know, but don't, don't you think... He didn't do Suicide Squad. And he's at the fucking... His top and, he's at the... Right now, he could do anything. That's true. I, I just, I just kind of felt like maybe this movie is a little bit rushed, but at the same time, I am really interested in this movie, man. So what do you think about this so far? Uh, I'm fucking, I mean, as soon as Tom Hardy was cast and I've like, there's other people that have been like rumored or cast at this point that I've also been like excited about. Sorry, I'm going to have to, uh, cause I, I don't want to like, I don't want to say stuff that's not true. <laughs> Wait, does it come out next year? Yeah. They're filming now. Okay. So it's, it's definitely later. <laughs> You look like up. Yeah, I was just looking to see what the like rumored cast is at this point. Oh, I'm on the right. It's, it's, well. it's, got, it's got Michelle Williams in it, which love her and things. The, you know, I mean, fuck, man. If there's if they're even thinking about putting Carnage in it, even if he is like act kind of like fuck, Carnage is here, you know, and that sets up for another movie, like a two part, like a, th- a trilogy of Venom movies. Then fuck yeah, man, I'm in. I'm I'm kind of glad that we do know what like comics they're basing it off of because I thought it was going to be more of like that Venom comic that came out which I never read which is where he's like more tactical like an oh, army dude it looks like or he's like an assassin I thought they were going to take that angle with it to try to introduce us to Venom and then like that would be your introduction with him like with the, like the military Venom symbiote look right turns him into like the fucking like Venom we all know and love fucking rows of teeth fucking tongue action is fucking scary ass voice and shit you know um uh to fight Ven- uh, to fight carnage or something but i don't know man i'm fucking in 
as soon as Tom Hardy was attached to it, I was like, when they announced that, I was like, there's no fucking way. Like, they're just talking to him. There's no way he's going to do this. <laughs> you know, but I mean, Marvel's got a good fucking track record, you know, and why wouldn't you want to get involved with the Marvel Universe, you know? Right. Actor or, you know, I mean, you know, this will also like, he makes this money can also help him do other projects and stuff. So that, you know, he might be more passionate about because I mean, he might be a huge Venom fan. I don't know. Because sometimes Dude. you hear that people are big fans and then they're like, well, how big a fan are you? And then it's like, you got Ryan Reynolds, who's a huge Deadpool fan and made a fucking movie that, you know, wasn't necessarily, that I guess like studios didn't think it was going to do good and it fucking blew him out of the fucking water, you know? Dude, Deadpool's one of my favorite comic book movies probably, <laughs> like of all time. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> with Venom, I think, I'm looking at I'm looking at IMDb now. So the writer, it seems like the main screenwriter is a guy named Jeff Pinkner. And he's known for Fringe, Alias, The Fifth Wave, and he was a producer on The Dark Tower. He he seems to be he seems to do a lot of producing and a lot of screenwriting. So the shit he's screenwritten before, uh, he wrote the screenplay for Dark Tower. <laughs> Who knows how much of that was changed by the time I mean, was, you know, yeah. I don't have an issue with that movie necessarily. So he wrote fucking, or at least he helped to write Amazing Spider Man 2. So he's done this before. Yeah. His first, his first uh, credits are for Ali McBeal. <laughs> Gotta start somewhere, dude. He wrote Lost as well. He wrote some Lost episodes. Dude, I don't know if I want to watch this movie now. <laughs> Kay wrote Catch-22, The Man from Tallahassee, Not in Portland, and The Glass Ballerina. Uh, I don't know if that... Uh... Oh, and dude, he fucking wrote uh, the Jumanji that's coming out. <laughs> Which is uh, surprisingly getting good reviews. So. Can you believe that, dude? I can't fucking nope. believe that like, I believe it. I, I thought the trailer looked like a shit ton of fun. Dude... I did. I definitely didn't hate it as much as Stefan did. Like Stefan just couldn't fucking stand the shit. Like, like my biggest beef with the movie is that they turned it into a video game, but it makes sense. Like dude, I love the board dude, that, That's the thing that made me but... like it more more than the original. Although I don't even I didn't like the original really that much at all. But the video game aspect made it more interesting to me. The fun thing about it is you get to see The Rock play someone who is before he turns into the rock is like this weak dude who has all this power now, which is always fun. Right. Black play like a ditzy blonde headed girl, but as Jack black, it's like, and I'm a Jack black fan. I've loved him like since the first time I've seen him in anything. Me too. It's like sold me. Plus you got a uh, fucking Gamora in it. Right. What's her and name? I think she's a great actress. I just watched her in Oculus and she, rounds of doctor whoever be a fan of hers so i mean do i think this movie is going to be fantastic no do am i going to see it in a theater probably not but i think it's a solid rental dude for sure like have a couple beers sit back enjoy a fucking fun ass jungle adventure movie i mean coming from me it's saying a you lot know. but with the reviews being good i i mean i'm kind of like i'm kind of interested it's piqued my interest Yeah, I, I when I saw it, I didn't think it looked that like the trailer, like out of like Baywatch and all the other shitty movies that came out. I definitely <laughs> thought when they're like, "We're making a new Jumanji," I was like, "Oh god, 
Like, because I like the first Jumanji. I think it's fun. I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind. Like, I think Robin Williams is great in it, but I like Robin Williams in most things. Um, I mean, definitely there's like some bad CG in it, but I love the I love the idea of a game coming alive. Like, they don't make movies like that anymore, you know? Right. Uh, it reminded me of like something you would have seen in like uh, the 80s. You know, the, that's why I always enjoyed the movie. I watched it a lot as a kid. We had it on VHS. So as a kid, you're just rewatching that shit over and over again, man. So it's like ingrained in me. I always enjoyed Jumanji. Um, it'd be cool for what if a game was alive. And I always wondered what it was like to get sucked into Jumanji. Because when the hunter, when Robin Williams comes out and the hunter follows him, I always thought that was cool. I was like, what's going on in there? Like, what does Jumanji look like? So. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, follow around like four shitty teen kids, and I get like The Rock, which I enjoy. It's funny in this. I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan, but I think it's, some of the lines in the trailer sound funny. Um, and I'm the, Jack Black, man. I mean, that you know when he's like he looks at himself. There's just like a lot of dumb comedy in it, and you know, I I don't know. I didn't think it looked that bad. I, I don't think I mentioned anything when Stefan was hating on it. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to get in this fight. Then this argument with Steph and just be like, uh, you know. Uh. Yeah, he was really had a strong opinion about that. But I, you know, I remember being pretty surprised by that trailer. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we were talking about Venom, and we got to Jumanji. Sorry, so I, I, I got I brought us there. I'm sorry about that. I I go on tan- a lot of fucking crazy tangents. That's fine. It's not like we got uh, a guest or anything. It's just us That's true. chatting. So, um, I mean, dude, this is one of the movie I'm really looking forward to. Uh, hopefully, it'll it'll come out. I mean, I guess since they're filming now, but we, I think at the earliest, it'll be like a late 2018 movie, early 2019. You know? Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, I'm I'm interested to see some images like. Uh, you know, I thought it was weird that we like soon after they announced the new Hellboy movie, we had like some images. So I'm very like, I mean, I know Venom's going to be post, you know, and if they're filming, they're not working on Venom. Right. I'd love to see like, I know there's probably an FX company working on it. So someone like molded the fucking Venom suit, you know, so like fucking give me a shot of that, dude. Like what could he look like? You know, or just like Tom Hardy with half of the Venom like coming up on him or something, the symbiote. Right. You know, uh, I, you know, I'm ready for some images before I start like talking shit or, you know, so, uh, but yeah, man, fucking Venom fan. Um, Maximum Carnage is one of, one of my favorite like comic runs. I love the fucking Super Nintendo game. Uh, I always thought I had that shit. It was a red cartridge, right? Yeah. That was always fucking cool about it. I mean, plus it was based off that comic too. So, yeah, I had that. Yeah, man, I'm fucking. It was great. You know, I think that's what we all want. I think we just want a Maximum Carnage movie for sure. And, you know. <laughs> We're probably going to get and, something uh, like that. And, I mean, at least with this Venom coming out means, like, I mean, it has to mean we're going to get a Spider-Man Venom. Like, at least half the movie is going to be them fighting each other and then them coming together to take on Carnage or some other greater foe, which I think will be great. It'll be a great team up. We haven't seen, and uh, you know, like a... a, a a villain like Carnage, or like we haven't seen a villain like Venom, um, to like a good superhero like Spider Man get together to fight something, you know? I mean, I don't right. think. Have you seen a movie like that? I was trying to think if I've seen any superhero movie like that. 
I mean, the closest thing, and it's a bad example, but Suicide Squad, because you have like yeah, the villains, but you don't have them like Batman fighting for Batman. Evil. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you don't have them like teaming up with Batman. I guess you could say like Deadpool because he's kind of like a shitty dude with <laughs> yeah. Colossus, but I mean, Deadpool is kind of likable. So yeah, and I, yeah. I assume that's probably what they're going to do with Venom. But I would see a like knockdown, drag out fucking Venom movie where he just goes fucking crazy Venom mode. I mean, but that could be like. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with it. Fine, rewrite comics, do whatever. They do it all the time in the fucking comic book universe. So, like, don't stay true to anything. I'm down to see whatever. If the script's good, the script's going to be good. It's going to shine through. Um, you know, I don't think I've seen a bad Tom Hardy movie. I know some of his movies haven't done well, like Child 44, and I didn't see that movie Legend with him in it. Um, but, I mean, at least we're going to get a good performance from him. And I don't think he would have just chose venom just to be like okay sure i'll just do a fucking venom movie because whatever you know because i mean if anything like if you're going to choose a next hero to be the mantle of like it makes more sense to go for wolverine i'm hardy as right. wolverine no one right. would have said anything i'm like fucking great i mean people would have hated on it probably some some aspect all wolverine performance like tom hardy going fucking berserker mode dude everybody wants that but he chooses Venom. So, I mean, I think he chose it for a reason. I think he chose it for, like, script or the people he's working with, which, you know, makes the difference in a movie. You know? So, I'm in, man. Fucking give me a trailer now. Tease me. At the uh, Brazil Comic-Con, I think it was, they had, uh, what do you call it, like, logos. And they're probably not going to be final logos or whatever, but... It was like a standard looking Venom logo and it said Venom movie and the it was like hashtag we are Venom. <laughs> That's, I mean, fuck, dude, I'm got chills. I'm sold. I saw it because they were like, yes. oh, Venom poster. And it's just like a drawing of Venom. And I was like, fuck, I was really hoping we might get like a concept art or like, you know, something, something, just a little tease of like Tom Hardy, you know, with like the symbiote crawling up him or something, you know? Dude, yes, uh, dude, that trailer is going to be amazing, and, and like them using the—that's the perfect tagline. I mean, th they shouldn't go with anything else. That's that's perfect. Like saying "We are Venom." That's that's all you need. I only want to say a couple more things about this. This movie is is directed by a guy named Ruben Fleischer, and mm -hmm. that guy um, seems to be most known for Zombieland, and he did Gangster Squad as well. And dude. One of the things he has in, in the pipeline after Venom is a movie called Visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light. What the fuck is that about? Dude, all right. This is interesting. It's an 80s cartoon, actually. And I don't know why they would make this before, I don't know, Thundercats or He-Man or something bigger than that. But mm -hmm. uh, there's, you know, you can find clips of it online, and they're also this guy's also uh, got Mask, yeah, which is another okay. '80s cartoon. So this guy's big on making the '80s cartoons into movies. It seems like. So, uh, I guess I just wanted to say that before we moved on. I thought that was kind of cool, um, especially the visionaries thing. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder who's like gonna do the Thundercats movie then, or or yeah that'll be interesting i mean if it would be a pretty big budget because it would well i guess they could do uh, like uh what do you call it um 
practical effects makeup. It's just, I kind of felt, I would like for them to do that. Don't get me wrong, but I just kind of felt that they would go with CG for some reason. Full CG honestly, characters. I honestly think like if, if the Marvel like Spider-Man movie does well, I think they should do it something like that. Yeah. Stuff definitely. just needs to be animated. But like with a really nice budget, you know, like I don't necessarily know if I want to see like a Voltron movie with like actors, you know, because I, I enjoy what little bit of the series I've watched. I know you love it. Uh, it's so, great. It's it's one of my favorites. You know, like, but with like a huge Hollywood budget behind it and, you know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, some of that it stuff. Could the success of, 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 it could ride the success of Pacific Rim. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, some of this stuff sounds cool. So, um, just going back to, um, the director, I did enjoy Zombieland, but for a movie called Zombieland, it always bugged me. There wasn't more zombie stuff. Yeah. It seemed like there was just like a lot, a lot more comedy and like people being together. Right. So. Yeah, it was a little weird, but the Bill Murray thing was hilarious. And I heard Gangster Squad was not good. I never saw it. <laughs> There's probably a reason for that. Yeah. Um, I heard bad things. It wasn't good. I wanted to see it because it had like Gosling in it and Emma Stone and some other big actors. And I was like, oh, this seems like it could be good. Like, I'm not a huge like gangster movie fan, but you get enough of good enough good actors in a movie. I'm pretty much all right. I'm just seeing it for performances at this point, you know. Right. Yeah. But um, I'm not against it. But I don't know. I'm. It's just like if the reviews are that bad and. Yeah. I wasn't like super into it to begin with. Like with Jumanji, the reviews are going to kind of turn the tide for me. Like if they're really that good, like, all right, I might watch it. See that movie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not in the theater. Like you, yeah. I'll probably just watch it at home, but yeah. you know, I won't be like totally against it till the end of time. Like I was before. Yeah. It's like, I'm never seeing Baywatch. I might watch Jumanji, you know, like, <laughs> um, Oh, you know, it'd be man. funny. We get together when it comes out, like show up, do a super house, like commentary. We're all just quiet throughout it. And we're like, that, that movie's really good. What they watch. No, um, Jumanji. Like if oh, that yeah. was like, Stefan's like, let's make fun of this movie. We're just all in there. Like not we're laughing at the jokes. We're like, Oh, this movie's actually really good. Like you kind of like that. <laughs> Instead of us being like, this is a shit movie. Then what is this part? Blah, blah. That's such bullshit. Like just us being like, yeah, everyone should watch this movie. This isn't even a commentary. It's just us enjoying a movie. <laughs> right. That would not fucking work at all, man. But uh, no, and I think Stefan would hate on it just to hate on it at that point. But I, I'd be interested if we see him like it, if he'd watch it. I'm sure he's down with whatever Superhouse is going to be doing, you know? Yeah. I know. I miss that boy. He's having all them good adventures in, in Vietnam. Dude, he's probably getting laid left and right, boy. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I just have that vibe. He's he said he's in hostels and shit. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's with it's our friend Chris, so the adventures are abound and uh the craziness will occur for sure. So I'm interested to hear some stories when he gets back. All right, man, moving on to the final discussion of the night for this episode. Um, yeah. We're calling it Tarantino Trek, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically what's happened here is Tarantino uh, has approached Paramount with some sort of idea for 
the next Star Trek movie, or his Star Trek movie at least. Um, it's supposed to be rated R, and there's no real specifics on it. But uh, this was Taran. This, if he does do this, this would be Tarantino's first dive into a franchise. He usually mm-hmm. writes and directs original screenplays and stories. Um, however, he has served as a for-hire director in television before. He directed an episode of ER and an episode of CSI, yep. actually. And uh, what's his name? J.J. Uh, Abrams will be producing it. And they have gotten the guy that wrote The Revenant, Mark L. Smith, to be the front runner to write the screenplay for this. Uh, and then uh, what else we got here? Patrick Stewart has said he he said he will definitely come back to play John Luke Picard for this film uh, because he's always wanted to be in a Tarantino film. Paramount has declined to comment and attempts to reach Tarantino's camp have been unavailing, it says. And then uh, apparently... He, I saw this on a Reddit thread or something uh, one time, but or like this past week. But he said on some commentary or something, uh, I forget what movie it was, but they said that basically his idea was to turn the episodes into movies with a Tarantino twist or something. And I know Star Trek Beyond basically did that, but I'm assuming there's more to it than this. But he actually has talked about Star Trek before, and I'm—I think I'm assuming he's more of an original series guy. Mm-hmm. But um, it would be cool if there was uh, if John Luke Picard and the Next Generation team came back because they're they're my favorite Trek to this yeah. day, and um, I don't know, man. I, I'm excited to see this. Oh, and by the way, my uh, news sources are from The Verge, Deadline, and Business Insider. Uh, just wanted to get my sources out and that's basically it I I mean I I think everybody's really excited about this it's interesting that this news is coming out when he's like gearing up to make this uh, Marilyn Man I mean Charles Manson movie yeah so I mean (laughs) I mean I'm down I like a Tarantino movie just as much as uh, anyone else does I think it's I like that he's just going to, he has the idea and I'm sure he'll write like a treatment and then hand it over to the writer. Yeah. That seems to be the production and the writing aspect of it. Um, I mean, I think it'd be great for him to direct one. Just, I think he would get different performances out of Chris Pine and some of that cast. If, I mean, I assume they're coming back for that, for this movie, you know, I don't know what like the plan is, but you know, um, Oh man, like fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's see what the fuck happens. <laughs> I think everyone's interested. I mean, they'll make a shit ton of money off of it. It's not like those Star Trek movies have done terribly, you know, like they make money. So Beyond was well received by fans and critics, but it didn't do great at the box office. I don't think it was a flop, but it it definitely did not make all kinds of money. So at least it you know, at least it wasn't a shitty movie. Yeah, I mean, I like Beyond. I liked it way more than Into Darkness. So Yes, yes, yes. It was definitely um, a step back in the right direction. So, I mean, I don't know. The thing, the thing that kind of gets me is that it's like rated R. 
Dude, but if it's, if it's Tarantino, man, I, I just like, I don't know. Let it like try it once. It just do I it. I just once. don't know. I don't need Kurt drop, dropping motherfucker every five seconds. You know, <laughs> I just like, that's not Star Trek. And I'm like, not a huge Star Trek fan. I'm, I'm a Wars guy. So, uh, you know, it's, it's like whatever I want to see. I just want to see what Tarantino like visually has in mind for it. But it's like, oh, that I need tons of blood or gore and, uh, Star Trek movie. So for it to be rated R is like, what's the point? You know, I don't think it's going to make it any better because Captain Kirk's going to drop some F bombs. I don't you think know, it'll like, make it better. Maybe there'll be better gore or something. I, I don't know what they'll do, man, but, and maybe his idea requires it to be R for some fucking reason. I don't, I mean, maybe as when we find out what exactly the plot is, we'll understand it more. I think, I, I mean, it just seems like Tarantino is not the kind of guy to shit on a on a franchise that he loves. I think he. It seems like he really likes Star Trek a lot. So, I mean, no, I mean, I don't. I don't think he's going to like. It's weird that it is radar. It's hard for me to go ahead. Yeah, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around a Star Trek, a Tarantino Star or Tarantino inspired Star Trek movie that is could possibly be rated R. It's like because I mean, then comes to mind every Tarantino movie I've ever seen and enjoyed. And, and will it have crazy editing like, too, you know? Will it have the crazy like time editing that he always does? I mean, that's what I'm assuming would happen if we if like want more like um uh Picard in it, and it would have to be some kind of time travel, like weird editing thing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm assuming that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. I'm I don't see how they how they wouldn't do it. But you know, also I think Weirdly enough, for some fucking reason, Star Trek Discovery dropped the F bomb. Yeah. I, I don't know why they did this, dude, but I mean it's not it wasn't it wasn't totally weird. I've seen the whole series. It's fucking great, by the way. But it's it's just now is that just part of the Star Trek universe now? It's it's weird, you know. Well, I mean, you know, like it's like I don't know. I just <laughs> I feel like I, I think the thing that bugs me is like everybody's on this like rated R train that that's what makes a good movie doesn't make a good movie. So it's like, I, I don't know. You know, I just, I think it bugs me because I feel like that's like Hollywood's answer to stuff that hasn't done well. It's like, Oh look, Deadpool is rated R. Let's make more rated R Marvel movies. Well, to play devil's it's advocate, like, Deadpool, Deadpool did make a shitload of money, and it's always about the money. And Tarantino is known for making R-rated movies that make a lot of money. And Star Trek has never made an R-rated movie. So I think just for variety's sake, it would be cool to see at least once. I'm not saying Star Trek needs to become an R-rated thing f- from now on. I'm just saying but if, the one, if it does the one well, time thing. R-rated Star Trek's forever. Well, if it does well, then it's a good movie, and then why not more? You know, I don't know. I, I mean, we'll we'll just have to see how it goes. I just feel like I mean, a lot of me is like I've you know I just it feel if the script's good. Oh, what just, if it's more creature gore though? What if there's a creature in it and it's gory as fuck in some scenes because it is rated? Well, you can get away with the PG thirteen gory. That's the issue. It's like when you see red blood, that's always like the big like, oh, we got to give it an R rating because people are bleeding. Right. Um, creature gore is always like you can be like PG-13 creature gore. 
once there's like red blood in it and you know it's coming from a human that's when it's like oh this is too much like i don't know how they rate that shit but i mean you know whatever i'm sure I, like i'm not saying i won't see this movie i'm excited to see what tarantino has in mind for a fucking star trek movie i'm sure it'll be great i'm sure it'll be a lot of fun you know i'm sure i'll love fucking um you know uh fucking chris pine dropping an f-bomb or 10 million you know it's just <laughs> i just don't i just don't think it's like uh, to me it's just not necessary i guess you, know? you man i mean it's it's a little weird it's definitely like not what it's not part of the whole deal of star trek but i don't know man it's fine we'll i mean i'm sure tarantino will give us a good movie so it's like i want venom to be yeah venom should be r-rated yeah and it should be like kind of like body horror in it yeah um you know, and I said it before, Logan, I love that Logan was like cutting up and shit, but I think you could have made a good Wolverine movie PG-13. I just think they fucking dropped the ball with Origins. script writing and the fucking producers and not knowing what sales and just being like, well, let's just throw everything in there. I think if you have a good team of people, you can make a movie good despite the rating. You know, I've seen pg stuff that's fucking amazing you know it's like oh this is great this is a nice movie it's very nice it's all it's all well little manhattan pg movie great probably the the, most of the best movies are pg-13 for some reason i guess i'm trying to look at all the shit i have and i'm sure most of it's r (laughs) but i watch a lot of horror so it's like hard not to make it r because right but i just i just think it's you know I don't know. I, I mean, like I said, it's Tarantino. I'll fucking see that shit um, any day of the week. I'm excited for his Manson movie just because it's not, it's like a Manson movie, but not as her, how I've heard it described. So I'm sure he has some fucking crazy ass. So I'm excited to see what he has in mind um, for it. Love Hateful Eight. So all his movies are good, man. Make solid fucking movies. So I'm sure if he has a solid fucking idea for a Star Trek movie, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, he hasn't really done a bad movie. I mean, some of them are better than others, but I think they're mostly, you know, pretty good. He seems to really know what he's doing. So, um, well, I've always said like Death Proof is a great Tarantino movie. It's not very much of a Grindhouse movie, but it's a good Tarantino movie. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, is that pretty much it for this? We gonna, did you want to talk about a uh, uh, Batman casting rumor? Oh yeah. All right. We're at it. Let's tag that on to the end of this one. Cause that is a big one. So basically what's happened is Jill and Hall sort of been in the running. Uh, and he actually had, according to Ben Juan, he had the best audition until Bale auditioned for Batman begins. Yeah. So he almost had it even back then. And he's, he's pursuing the role again, apparently. And then now there's rumors again, just rumors but that John Hamm is pursuing the role to be Batman in the Matt Reeves movie coming up. And, uh, I mean, everybody's always wanted John Hamm to play, uh, Batman. And I think that he will definitely have like a classic Batman look. I think that I, I'm maybe even slightly, God, it sounds bad, man. Cause John Hamm should play Batman at some point. But I was pretty excited about Gyllenhaal possibly getting the role because I think that Gyllenhaal has the kind of like unhinged 
nerdy dude thing to him and he's gotten ripped for southpaw and he's he can be kind of crazy and mm-hmm. he would get super into the role and honestly probably a lot of that boils a lot of the reason for me liking Hall for the role is that we're just similar in age i can see myself as Hall. john ham is just <laughs> 20 years older than me so i i, I mean again john ham he'd be great I mean, no, I don't think anybody in the fucking world will complain about John Hamm being Batman. But uh, it would be cool to see how he plays crazy, too. Uh, I, I, w- I don't think we've seen that. I haven't seen that. But that's the thing. I, I, I'm not saying that Batman should be crazy, but there's a certain kind of, you know, inner anger, you know, kind of fucked up aspect to Bruce Wayne, the Batman character. And... I think that it would be kind of interesting to see Hall play that, play him. But uh, it's in Matt Reeves' hand, and I think we'll probably we'll probably get an announcement in January after Star Wars Mania has died down a bit. That's my prediction. Star Wars never dies down. <laughs> so um, what what do you think about all this? Um. So I'm just gonna. I watched Baby Driver recently. And I enjoyed that movie. I think it was hyped too much for me. So I kind of walked after it was over. I was like, that was fun. Yeah. With that fucking haircut. And when he's like swinging around those fucking guns, holy shit, this motherfucker needs to be Punisher is all I'm going to say. Well, Punisher, huh? You'd go Punisher. I would go Punisher in a like Marvel cinematic universe. Not uh-huh. like I, I like Baron. I like Bernthal. I think what he's doing in Punisher is great. And I mean, I think he Bernthal could do it in a fucking, uh, budget movie too but i just like he's got the black trench coat on in a scene he's swinging around fucking machine guns shooting cops and like just the haircut he has and there's a part where he's like just like really focused and i was like holy fuck man just put punisher under there fucking mind i thought he looked great i thought i think it'd be a great like if they decided to do like films i think john ham would be a great punisher um i think he definitely has the acting range to be like the that kind of crazy that is Frank Castle and you know him stepping out of like some dark shadows with the fucking skull on his fucking shirt with the trench dude I lose my fucking shit but we're not talking about the Punisher but that's just a little tidbit because I was watching him in that baby driver I was like fuck he has <laughs> Marvel um, and that baby but driver. I, um, I don't know if I want to see John Hamm play Batman I think you he looks too want him to, huh? I think he looks too similar to like the chiseled Ben Affleck look, and we've had that, and we're gonna definitely get him in a Flashpoint movie because I think that's what he's like. His last Batman role will be. Um, I think Jalen Hall's such a weird choice, kind of like Keaton is, that I think it will just fucking work for a Reeves Batman. And if you're trying to set this universe apart, like. You know, whatever Reeves has planned. And I think the big thing is going to be like, what's Reeves based? What what story is Reeves going to tell? Like, is it based on something? Pinned on, you know, if we get a chiseled Batman or maybe like a, a younger Batman. So um, I don't know. I, I'm a huge Jalen Hall fan. You know, sorry, I'm a huge Jalen Hall fan too. Definitely over John Hamm. Not that John Hamm's not a good actor or anything. I just think, in my opinion, Jalen Hall could act circles around John Hamm. And we haven't—I haven't seen John Hamm do a lot, except for like some Mad Men stuff. It's like John Hamm has that, like he's like the quintessential, like it's like the way they draw Batman. 
the see, that's, that's the thing, right? He yeah. has the look like fucking down. Like that is fucking an Alex Ross Batman. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's fucking it. Get that guy in a gym for three months before filming, and he is fucking classic Batman. I totally fucking get it. You know, and honestly, I think they do they need to make a Batman film with him, but I think it should be a kingdom come. Like kind of older Batman. Everybody always thinks of Dark Knight Returns now when they think of older Batman, but also he's pretty old. Everybody's old in Kingdom Come, and that's a hell of a movie to make. But anyway, uh, he'd yeah. be good for something like that. I think that going old, dude, it's just like, don't, I don't know, man. I, it's, you don't have to like get the fucking youngest dude in the world. I mean, fucking Gyllenhaal's probably like early forties, but it's just like, I just think that casting anybody over 50 is just a bit too old for Batman, dude. I, I just think they need to, they need to just go a little bit younger, just a little bit. Um, so again, he'd probably he'd be good for some, for some roles, but it kind of just depends on the angle that Reeves takes. I think mm-hmm. that with John Hamm, it would be a cleaner transition from Ben Affleck because age-wise they're closer. Going to Gyllenhaal would be kind of like an abrupt change, but you know, I think people just accept it after a while anyway. No one's going to give a fuck. And also, senior Batman correspondent Ben Wan, I think he said this on the podcast as well, but he said that it, it's good to have a, like a contrast between you know, kind of a smaller Bruce Wayne and then a fucking big-ass Batman, you know, like a, a dude that needs to intimidate people. Yeah. More. But, and, and I mean, like, Joan Hall, like, I don't... The thing that when I see Batman drawn, I always like him when he's a little more, like, lean. You uh-huh. know, because, you know, we know his training background, and I feel like you've got to kind of be lean for that. Um, yeah, yeah, you don't want to be straight-jacked like you're fucking steroidal. Yeah, and I mean, we all love that, like, I mean, I love the way Frank, like, the thing is about Batman is he's been drawn so many different ways. Yeah. And I think, you know, if Reeves' Batman universe is just going to be Reeves' Batman universe, then I want what Reeves has in mind for it, you know? Like, if that's Gyllenhaal and it's more of, like, you know, there's more ninja shit or whatever going on in it, then, you know, I want to see that version. I also think making someone slightly smaller, that way if you do have a character like, killer croc or you know bane some of these bigger villains you know like that's gonna look fucking dope on screen you know like you know use the fucking uh, lord of the rings trick man make bane look fucking huge you know um, right 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 because i mean i think that's the thing you like is when your hero can overcome I, I, those are my favorite batman stories like clayface and stuff like these these characters that seem like impossible to kill but batman always finds a way you know, and they're always bigger than him. Even in like the buffed out like animated series, like Clayface is huge, Bane is huge. You know, and you know, I think to maybe get that stature now, because I think one of the things that made like, you know, love Tom Hardy's performance as Bane. I, you know, I don't care for Rises that uh, that much because I didn't like that he hadn't been Batman, and it was like trying to get him back into being Batman. I was like, God damn it, like fuck. Yeah, me. that was Batman. bullshit. But you yeah. know what? Tom Hardy did. He came with it, man. Like he he fucking only acted with his eyes, mm-hmm. and he sells it. Like you don't yeah. see his mouth the whole fucking movie. Oh, like that one shot, I think. But yeah. you know, like most of his acting is done with his facial expressions, and he's fucking 
believable. You know, I, he is a fucking force. You believe that he breaks the bat, you know? I mean, that's the thing that I didn't like. The thing for me is like you need. I know Tom Hardy. Hardy is short, and maybe Christian Bale's taller. I don't know what their fucking size is. Oh, but Tom Hardy's quite a bit shorter. But the thing is, you need to make him look huge. And I always thought that was like one of my beefs with Rises was I always felt like they were the same size, even though like obviously like Tom Hardy's got the muscle mass, which yeah. is great. But I didn't really feel like at no point was I like ever like scared for Batman. Like I knew where this was kind of going. I thought when he broke him, it wasn't as like, I just remember seeing the, I remember reading the comic dude. And when he breaks him in the comic, it's like iconic. Yes. Like, yes, Fuck, yes. It's done. He fucking broke Batman. And in the, I didn't think it sold in the movie. I just didn't get, I didn't see it. You know, I think good performances from everyone. Cause it's a fucking Christopher Nolan movie. And that's all you're going to get. It's just like, I, you know, I think the thing I want from a Reeves Batman is to just like kind of embrace the craziness of Batman a little bit. Um, kind of like yeah, if you could, that would be cool if, if they could do that, like a, like like Donnie Darko craziness, like the unhinged kind of aspect a little bit. I mean, I would love to see like you know some sort of like Arkham Asylum, like that Dave McKean. Like I know that's going to be hard to like put on the screen, but some kind of like I want to see like stuff I haven't seen Batman do yet. Like um, I'd love to see a Clayface movie, man. I think it'd be a great villain visually. It would be fucking cool. What Dude, you were talking this? to the guy. All right, so you know, Mad Love and the the uh, Heart of Ice episodes are seemingly the most popular Batman animated episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go to conventions and you go to Batman panels, trust me, I've been to them. I've been to a <laughs> lot of them. I go to Batman forums all the time, and these two episodes are brought up all the time. And they yeah. are great fucking episodes. I'm more partial to heart of ice than mad love but mad love is also really good but when i was a kid what stuck in my mind the most was the Clayface episode that episode fucking blew my fucking mind i fucking loved that episode and it was so dark i mean they're pouring that clay all over his fucking face and he's like ah stop you know like it was like pretty fucking dark man i remember being kind of like it kind of fucked me up a little bit, you know, I wasn't ready for that. And then yeah. the way he, the way that he, uh, defeats the villain at the end, he turns on all those monitors mm-hmm. and, and then he starts freaking out. Like if dude, if Reeves were to just copy those two things, Oh my God, dude, that'd be amazing. And what's interesting too, about Clayface is that he's the one that captured the Japanese dude that wrote bat, the bat manga. It's collected as bat manga now. Uh, it's there was a a manga that that was written by a guy named Jiro Kuwata, I think, and it was the it was the first time that DC let a non-American write Batman, and this is official DC everything. It wasn't like he was just selling it under the table, and this guy wrote a lot of his stories with Clayface because that's the one that really captured his imagination. And he also created another villain called Lord Deathman. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think that, I don't know, another huge tangent, but yes, I fucking totally agree. Clayface all the way, man. I mean, my Batman movie that I would make if someone went Maddie, things are like Batman's not good anymore. What do you want to do? I'm like Batman horror film, man bat. Some other villain. But fucking, I would love to see Man Bat on the fucking screen, man. He looks so cool and so terrifying. I've always loved any Man Bat episodes. So, 
That would be my Batman. That would that would be the villain I would choose. So you're but, saying you're saying Reeves directing Hall Batman, and then Man Bat is the villain. I mean, I don't think they'll ever do it. I think as close as I would get would probably like face maybe or Mr. Freeze, but I think Mr. Freeze like people are just gonna think of the Schwarzenegger one, and if you don't pick the right I actor, do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that though, man. That was a long time ago, and a lot of millennials don't know who, what the fuck that movie is. Yeah, I mean. I, I, I've always loved the Mr. Freeze episodes, like any of them. I always thought he was a cool villain. I always liked him that he, like there was a purpose for him to be a villain, you know, like he was trying to save someone and he just didn't know how to do it. The animated and, series wrote that shit too. That was not part of his deal until that, until the animated yeah. series. And I think it would be great. I think it'd be a great way to read, like introduce like his Batman, uh, Reeves as Batman. I also think it'd be a great opportunity to cast a new Joker you know, after we meet the new Batman, if there is going to be a trilogy, you know, I definitely think there needs to be a new Joker, you know, and I think if they do it, Joker should be last. I mean, there should definitely be like in the end of the second film, that should be our Joker reveal. Like he should be, he should be the mastermind behind everything, walk out of the shadows, vanish or something, you know, and be like, oh shit, fucking Jokers. It's the next one, man, you know. Um, yes, I, I think that I mean you got to have a Joker with every Batman story eventually, but I'd like I would definitely like to see, like, they they probably need to be conservative on their first outing and 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 to some degree. So I'm I'm thinking Mister Freeze go with the classic villain just from a fucking what do you call it a um producer standpoint. They could. I mean, I don't think that Schwarzenegger. No one ever talks about Schwarzenegger that much anymore, as far as that, as far as his Mister Freeze role, just to make fun of him sometimes in YouTube videos. But there's a lot yeah. of millennials. They don't know what the fuck that is. They might have seen him in the Arkham games. They might have seen their older brother talk about the Batman show. You know, Batman animated series. Like, I think that going with a classic villain, you're you're gonna get all the age groups into it. Because I remember watching Dark Knight Rises with my dad, and my dad was like, who's Bane? <laughs> you know? So I, I think that Mr. Freeze would pull in a lot of people. He has a cool backstory. It would be cool visuals. Uh, you know, Ben, Juan, and I have talked about this at length, and we're going to do the, an episode on this eventually. But, yeah, I don't want to get too much into that. But, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to, like, Ben's going to produce something. And then for us uh, later, but uh, it involves a Mr. Freeze script and it would be a Christmas movie, you yeah. know, that would, that'd be kind of cool, I think. And uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get into that later. But uh, other than that, I, I would definitely go a Clayface or uh, who would be my other pick? I mean, could they make a whole movie out of Killer Croc? Uh, I'd say your only other choice, like you got to do a Riddler story. Riddler's good. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he's the other classic villain that everybody is like. You know, what would be great too about the Riddler story is 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 that they would. It seems like that would kind of lend itself more to being uh, a detective story. It's a mind game. Yeah, more than the Joker. So, um, yeah, I think I think that would that would be cool. It'd definitely be cool. I'm down yeah. for it all, man. I mean, you could definitely do a Riddler, um, Mr. Freeze movie for sure. Cause the Riddler is always the best in the comics when he's kind of behind the scenes. Um, Oh yeah. That'd be cool. So, I mean, 
Court but, of Owls, man, not classic at all. But oh, dude. dude, if they did fun Court of Owls, I think it'd it'd be mind blowing. Dude, I would fucking jizz. But my I feel pants, like bro. I feel like you'd have to set it up. Like yes, Court of Owls would probably have to be like your like if your fourth movie. Like, what are you gonna do after the Joker? You know, it's like, well, Court of Owls is what the fuck we're gonna do, and it'd be trippy as fuck. But at the same time, you know, I, I feel like you got to set it up. You got to let the people know that there's something there to like be like, oh, well, weird. What's that? And then people be like, oh, that's from fucking Court of Owls. Are you thinking of the what kind of mean? weirdness that we saw in that Kubrick film? Uh, what's that last movie he did with uh, Cruz and Kidman? Um, I'm just talking more uh, at the like towards the end of Court of Owls. They like I think they dose him with something. Yeah, and it's like you got to flip the comic upside down to read certain things and spin it around. Like, it's it just gets weird. And I think a cool mind. Like, I think that would be really cool to see in a Batman movie. That's the last comic I think that I couldn't put down. I, I was I, I was just so fucking into that. It's it's been a long time since I've since I've had that experience. Like that 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 one was just so so fucking good, man. Dude, when I saw it, like it came into work and I was like, what the fuck is the Court of Owls? What is this shit? And I was I started reading it and I was like, holy fuck, Scott Snyder, loved your swamp thing. What I read of it was great. Yes. Uh, he did a the he did a, a horror comic called Severed, which is dope, which would make a really cool movie too. I love Scott Snyder. And I was like, what the fuck are you gonna do new to Batman? Like pff, Court of Owls, it sounds dumb. Read it, fucking love it, it'd make a great movie. I don't know why the fuck they ain't doing this shit right now. Uh, I like when I thought you couldn't expand the Batman universe anymore. Scott Snyder goes, "Oh wait, you can," because there's been this underground cult called the Court of Owls since Bruce has been a little kid. And you're like, "Fuck, dude, dude you're a genius." You just need to say three words: Illuminati of Gotham. Yeah, dude. I mean, fucking, fucking like, sold, bro. I mean, I don't know of any other time he's fought like a big cult like that or anything. I'm sure there's like. Like, I mean, Batman's been around forever, so I'm sure something exists, but to that level or like, you know, who knows? But I thought it was great, man. I, I loved it. And I started reading more past that. And then I kind of just got out of it because um, I was like, oh, no more Court of Owls. I'm kind of done. Court of Owls also plays in with our Mr. Freeze script, but uh, I'll say no more. No, no, don't give away <laughs> anything. I can't wait for a Benoit Batman story because those are my favorite bedtime stories. Dude, he was like popping off some shit in Facebook Messenger, and I was like, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait for that. I'm real excited about that. Oh, I did want to mention real quick before we jump off of here, yeah. the uh, the uh, Wolverine podcast uh, thing that's coming out. Sounds awesome, by the Great way. Idea. Great idea. Uh, I don't know why no one's jumped on this before uh, to have like a, a podcast series featuring comic book characters. Let's it's like I just get to listen to people read to me, man. It's a bedtime story. Good. Oh, a new episode of Wolverine dropped. I'll listen to this while I'm getting cozy in my bed. And probably you know? with music and sound effects too. Yeah, I mean it'll be great. I, I'm I'm excited to see what they'll do with it. And you know, uh, uh, I don't know if it's like based off a comic or if it's like original story, but I have no idea. You know, I, I, one thing I've really liked um, that the uh, BBC does like radio plays and stuff, which are great, and they've done like some. Uh, They've done like American Gods and they've done um, like Neverwhere based off of like Neil Gaiman stuff. So I haven't listened to a lot of them, but like the cast is usually fucking phenomenal. 
It's like you get like A-list actors doing these, you know, radio plays. So I'm hoping that like Marvel kind of maybe, you know, I don't need Hugh Jackman to be Wolverine in the thing, but in this, but, you know, to have someone else kind of take on like another they cast actor. The guy, Richard Armitage. What did he do? Let me look it up <laughs> real quick. It's probably trash. I'm just kidding. Could be. He looks like he could play Wolverine. Hold on a second. Let's see what we got here. Uh, he's in, He's been in The Hobbit. All yeah. three Hobbits and Into the Storm. And he's also did a voice on the Castlevania Netflix thing. I'm sure it's going to be great. But like that's where I hope Marvel kind of goes with this. I hope this does well. I hope it gets a lot of listens. Um, I think it's a smart move to tell some stories that, you know, while you wait on your next Marvel film. <laughs> also, that, I mean, that's, they did that with, there's like Superman radio plays. Those are really famous. Well, you know they're they're part they're a big part of the um, Superman mythos. You know I think that Superman first started to fly in the radio plays because before he just leapt tall buildings. Remember? Yeah. I th- so this is what I'm trying to say is this is a part. This is this actually isn't that new of a thing to do with comic books. Yeah. This is a part of the whole fucking canon, bro. In in a sense. So it's it's very it's very cool to see what they do with the podcast format. I agree. I I mean I'm we're we're all going to be listening to that shit. Hell, we might even we might even do a mini series on that podcast. We're going to re- review that shit. I'm down. Let's do it. Thanks everybody for listening to episode 102. This is Andrew signing off. This is Maddie. See you next time. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And we'll talk about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. (laughs) That's the coolest thing. (laughs) Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. (laughs) And we can make money. (laughs) What? (laughs) If you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. (laughs) You give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. I'll do that. You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. A million, I'll give you Joey for a For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. <laughs> Links in the description.